0: Welcome back to Beers with Buds, episode one, season two, we've been on hiatus, people have been asking for it, Uh, I got a really cool guest here with me, certified Bitcoin
1: badass, all around super cool artist and great guy, my friend Madex, how are you today bro? I'm doing great man, thank you so much for having me here, I'm really excited to be on uh, episode one here. (laughs) Woo, Beers with Buds, it's back, we're not starting with a beer
0: though, we're sipping on a Mezcal Negroni which i think is appropriate because uh
1: our good friend nate introduced us and he's the cocktail master yeah he absolutely is i think he's the greatest cocktail maker in uh western canada not that i've been everywhere in western canada you know maybe there's somebody way up north that's very good but um that dropping was the bombs. basis of our uh, friendship was excellent cocktails and uh that brought me to you and all this great stuff so and here we are
0: now dropping bombs first minute of the show best cocktail maker in Western Canada he's gonna get put on soon uh, he's at the Derrick and untitled so I can't wait for restaurants to come back because it's really weird you know taking a shift from the alcohol industry and just seeing you know I I only worked with restaurants before so I could only imagine uh, what that future looks like but I'm a content creator you your you work with the internet heavily you know what do you see
1: what's the pivot there yeah well I mean it, it's all going to come back. Just how it comes back is hard to say. Um, it's just a matter of how much are people willing to take and when where's the line um, and how much of the future is going to be people just obeying whatever their governing body tells them to do or that are going to think for themselves and make their own decisions. So I'm on the think for ourselves and make our own decisions side of all of this and i hope that that's where we can get to um maybe a just much freer uh world as a result of uh too much um attempts from the people you know that are leading us trying to enclose us instead of
0: over governance uh, yeah right
1: that's uh you're a Bitcoin badass. It's kind of
0: part of the whole decentralized currency idea. Is that you know there's ledgers and balances for everybody. You can see every bit of the chain. You know any any piece of it is there for public. And that's kind of what the government has always fought against. They want to be able to create uh, money and decisions and hide. And so it's a really interesting parallel. I think just seeing, uh, I guess, subservience in. Uh, monetary holdings and in actual rights. You know, I'm amazed okay. uh, that I can't go on a street corner and play guitar and sing right now. It's illegal for me to to do that. Uh, but we went, we went out and took some pictures and did it because, like, what a ridiculous rule.
1: Yeah, and many of them are impossible to enforce the rules that they're putting on us, and that's why there's just uh, so much, like, kind of preloaded... Targeting or like preloaded um, uh, information that is going into everyone who is obeying and, and doing everything, and they're like trying to turn everyone who's lis- obeying the rules into like little <laughs> sentinels that are attacking anyone who wants to do something like that, yeah. like play music on the street corner. Propaganda is so, a know. great thing. <laughs>
0: you c- if you can control the media, you can control the will of the people, and it's always been. <laughs> uh, very strong in that idea before we get too, f-
1: too far like yeah. tell, tell people about you who, who are you what do you do uh, yeah so I'm I do a lot of things um, core I guess entrepreneur you know and uh, started in in high school really and then in kind of I tried to go to university for a bit and figured out that mm-hmm. I just wanted to make my own stuff um but uh yeah it's been a long and winding road but right now i've I've been involved heavily in bitcoin since 2016 as full-time work and um with kind of first getting introduced to it in 2013 um and now so i do uh creative work as the base i'm an artist uh so i have an art project madex which is kind of the center of everything and also you know my name that i go by and uh in there i'm uh creating artwork that is basically in passionate support of a laissez-faire future for the world um and that obviously ties into bitcoin one of the most uh freedom enabling inventions that has ever come across or, or ever been created and um So with that, I do creative work, marketing and branding work for Bull Bitcoin, which is a Canadian Bitcoin payment processing company. And we do uh, on-ramp and off-ramp Bitcoin sales. So you can buy Bitcoin through us and you can also pay any bill that exists in Canada uh, using our system with Bitcoin um, without the payee knowing that uh, you've used Bitcoin. and we're non-key thing to our business is that we're non-custodial. So we don't hold anybody's f- funds. Um, we don't hold any Bitcoins. So many people own Bitcoins on things like Coinbase or CoinSquare. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't actually have Bitcoin. They have a claim ticket. Okay. To, they have like a login to CoinSquare or to uh, Coinbase. But they're not holding But Bif- they don't coins. actually have the, the real coins. They're in
0: escrow almost.
1: Yeah, I- exactly. Like think about it like like coat check is the best way it's like you either have your coat so with our business you always have your coat uh or you're checking your coat getting a claim ticket and then when you need your coat you better hope the coat's there right and that's like wearing your wallet right like i see you wear your
0: bitcoin wallet for lack i don't know the technical term for it but like i do know from back in the day like if you're wearing your wallet you can you actually control it but everybody else is conned into the app i don't know if the app is a con i don't own i don't for the record i have zero dollars of any cryptocurrency but i love the trends and i love watching and i love seeing how feverish people are to like have something even though they won't really do the research right like you said coinbase is coat check but there is millions of people that don't understand that concept
1: yeah and it, i mean it pretty much like your expertise in bitcoin is only dictated by years okay um and you just see what happens over time and then that's like unfortunately you have to learn through pain right um the first time you lose money due to a custodial event as in you trusted a third party to hold your assets Mm. you're not gonna do it again right uh and like unfortunately a million times yeah exactly um what i wear around my neck isn't actually a bitcoin wallet um it is, but uh, there's no there's no Bitcoin in in this one. Um, it's it's a m- like a USB chip that is a bearer bond, uh, legal tender um, Bitcoin wallet. So it's a single use Bitcoin wallet um, that you can load up for a trustless transaction of any amount. Um, so for example, if you were uh, buying a pickup truck and it was $30,000. you would put 30000 worth of Bitcoin onto this chip. Um, then you'd go to the deal and then the person accepting the Bitcoin can check the chip, see that the funds are there, the deal is done, uh, and then when he gets back to his home or safe place, um, he can then sweep the coins from the chip into Whatever wallet that digital cash check. yeah, yeah, exactly like a like a bank draft. Yeah, well. exactly. And uh, and it's designed by a company called CoinKite that I have a close relationship with. They are the best hardware manufacturer in uh, the Bitcoin space. Anyone who knows about hardware wallets, um, the Cold Card is their hardware wallet product, and it's just the best one that exists. It's built by a guy who doesn't give a fuck about. Venture capital money, funding, anything. He's a sovereign guy, and he basically just wanted. And his company, the people that work with him, they wanted to create products that they use themselves. Cool. So everything is engineered and designed for their standards of security, and the features list is just totally it. <laughs> it's just endless and what you can do with this thing. Um, but then more importantly, it's the safest in terms of. Um, they just are impossible to crack. You can't crack them. Cool. So so Trezors have been cracked. Ledgers have been cracked pretty well. Every other hardware system that is in a mainstream space right now has been cracked. And like the key element with, with when you're looking at anything that has to do with Bitcoin is, um, what are the incentives of the founders and the creators of the product? 99% of the time, if the incentive of the company is venture capital, they're raising money. They're, 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 they're trying to expand, they're trying to grow, they're thinking about users, kind of that traditional approach to most uh, apps that, right, that have been built, um, you probably shouldn't trust them okay. or anything they do uh, because they don't care about you as the customer. They care about user numbers so that those go into their pitch decks. They can continue to raise money and, and you know Coinbase just went public. That was their whole play the whole time. Um, all the companies I work with and like my company... Uh, specifically bull bitcoin is just purely 100 percent self-funded maximalist crazy people that uh our focus is to have products that we use for ourselves um and that you know we take things like privacy matters extremely seriously Mm -hmm. security matters extremely seriously and like bitcoin had a big long phase where it's like (laughs) haha <laughs> fun internet money but you know now we're talking about like hundreds of millions of dollars billions of dollars we hit a trillion dollar market cap it's like the move is has has shifted from kind of you know the fun nerds in basements to like armored trucks and uh, you know ak47s and so that's kind of the side of Bitcoin that I'm in um, in terms of other cryptocurrencies I'm not involved in anything to do with any of them. Because you're a maximalist. I heard yeah. you say that.
0: <laughs> and so people don't know this, and this is one that I stumbled on because I told you I like the trends. And so like a maximalist, for lack of a better description, doesn't fuck with shit coins, right? You're a Bitcoin guy. That's the true cryptocurrency and everything else is kind of a scam? Is that is am I getting it right? Or yeah,
1: I mean like so you can go into the technical details on a lot of these like different coins on like w- why they don't fucking work um mm-hmm. and why they're bullshit, but like you don't even have to because you just look at it from an incentive level. Right. Um but yeah, so before I uh, dive into that, they're all bullshit. They're marketing plays, they're marketing scams. Right. Everything you think you know about them is just being spoon fed to you like you're just eating the propaganda yeah Yeah. exactly and like like ethereum is like the biggest one that uh everyone's always talking about like oh my god it's the future of this and the future of that it doesn't even fucking work um the the (laughs) fees are so insanely high That's why they've rolled back the chain it's got the the amount of problems are I, i don't even you can't even have one podcast where you're talking about it but the key to it all is like okay Incentives. Ethereum, the it was ninety percent pre mined. So ninety percent of the tokens in circulation were given to homies Homies. and whoever (laughs) yeah exactly, right? And um so imagine getting imagine you've got a brilliant idea for the most sophisticated game changing application platform in the world that is going to totally change the way everything works it's a real revolution it's amazing and all you need to build it is 10 billion dollars Okay, and you don't have anything else other than I I'll promise I'll build it but I need the 10 billion up front Okay, and then you go to the market, and then through an ICO, which is essentially an illegal securities offering. Okay, um, they call it an initial coin offering, but that's what it is. Gotcha. Um, you get, you sell your tokens from your miracle app, and you get ten billion dollars. Okay, now you got to deliver. So everyone, the all the creators of Ethereum, they got their billions of dollars still haven't delivered and like I, where what are we at like five, seven years now i think six years so God. is it, using ethereum
0: specifically for nfts right because that's the one they've matched so hard to nfts is that yeah. part of the scam
1: yeah so nfts is just like the next round of ico scamming so that's what i'm hearing yeah. you say like from a, i'm like watching it from a distance hearing the words that you're saying i'm like oh this is a
0: brilliant scam of mega yeah. proportions. What
1: what's really giving uh NFTs so much steam and traction and uh hype is that they are an excellent tool for money laundering totally that is where this is really coming down because people are cashing out on uh, like well you can see how it works right yeah of course you become an artist in you know half an hour and then you post your nft and then you buy it from yourself for five million dollars oh my god it's the anonymous it's the anonymous art network paid you know it's so like source of all that anyway you know not that uh People staying the fuck out of your financial business is a bad thing, but like the with, with NFTs, like first of all, think about what you're you're buying. It's like okay, and <laughs> yes, I know you can like make stuff in uh, obviously in Illustrator, Photoshop, whatever, but that's not the point. Let's start with a physical piece of art, okay? I make a physical piece of art, mm-hmm. and then I take a picture of it, and then I sign it, w- w- which is the NFT is like the artist signature is signed with the t- with the tokens, right. and then uh. Now I sell it to you, the JPEG, right, for five million bucks, okay? But I got, I have the physical, the tangible artwork still, right? So, so where's the value? Is it on the JPEG with my fucking Ethereum doesn't even work digital signature, right? Uh, or is it in the fucking physical piece of art I'm holding? I couldn't agree more. That's why we're
0: surrounded by collectibles right now, right? Yeah, I of course. Can't yeah. stop buying tangible goods that have real resale value, and I can hold and trust the experience of and so that's really interesting and one of the big reasons why i haven't wanted to purchase nfts because i'm like fuck it just feels like uh, i'm paying for a folder in my computer when i'd much rather have the record than the mp3 Uh,
1: yeah absolutely man there's a one uh like i've done so much graphic design work and uh my to print have something that you've made digitally printed and Mm -hmm. hold it in your hand it's game-changing it's way better like it, way it's better. better it's, it's way so cool. better like i don't know how to really say it exactly but like just i don't know if you guys make stuff just print it and hold it in your hand like it, everything even photos on your phone just yeah. like print get them. some fucking photos that you like on your phone and instead of posting on instagram like just go to the whatever store and get them printed yeah, put or them print them your off post. your computer or whatever S- they are so much better it's so i don't know some it's of the a best phenomenon. gifts i've given <laughs> my wife are
0: uh, you know photo albums like there's so many photos on my phone that nobody ever sees but me and then i'm like you know, birthday comes around. I print off a hundred photos, and it's like so special and tangible and meaningful. So that's a really uh, that's a really interesting point. The money laundering thing too is, you know, art galleries have always been that spot. So that's super in- super interesting. The maximalist thing also super interesting because yeah. I've often felt the same way i got shown ethereum ripple all these things really early bitcoin for example this dude at reggae fest so i so this is one i need some help with this so i went on wikipedia before a thing and i was like when was bitcoin invented and it says like 2011 but i have an experience with it before 2011 where this dude at reggae fest must have been 2009 with maxi priest this guy named Dreadbeard. He, we're smoking hash with him and he's like, yo, if you want hash like this, you got to buy Bitcoin, you get a card, you get a Tor browser, this is how you do it, told me the whole conspiracy of like the Navy SEALs yeah, yeah, made this, yeah. but now they can't control it, and this is how you buy great drugs and weapons online, and I would have been 14 years old, so I'm born in 93, so yeah, 2007, and I went to the mall, I got a card, I bought coin, I bought $114 of hash from budmail.com. And, yeah. I, and I've s- told this story on Instagram, and people are like, holy shit, I use Budmail, too. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, what i yeah. about Bitcoin. <laughs> but I'm super confused why Wikipedia says that coin- Bitcoin wasn't invented until 2012.
1: Uh, I don't know what the date is on Wikipedia, but um, the Genesis block launched... So, the first block of code in Bitcoin launched <laughs> on January 3rd, 2009. So, okay. it was... Uh, immediately after the housing crisis um what did i buy i know i bought bitcoin with a credit card on a tour browser are you all that sound like i mean so took like it probably would have been like closer to 2010 that that would have been happening um i'm not super clear on like how quickly things accelerated but uh like for example the one of the partners in my company was uh acquiring bitcoins in 2010 2011 right um and that's where like the kind of like really like og money comes from obviously because like those coins i bought
0: were 54 cents a piece
1: yeah yeah and that that's pretty low pricing um yeah and it leaked out of the like the whole thing is obviously like fuck the state libertarian based right like um A huge problem with anyone, like, on it, like, man, there's just so much to talk about when you're talking about Bitcoin. But, like, one thing I'll say, like, it, it's... I don't know anybody who knows as much as you, yeah. so this is why I've been so okay, interested. Okay, well, then we'll we'll hit it. I'm, you just direct me if you want to go off of Bitcoin for I will. a while. Then I <laughs> will, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, like, okay, the first thing and why Bitcoin is such a fuck around for people is, like, okay, what is money? And, like... Most people don't even fucking know what money is. It's a piece even of paper, even obviously. to start. Yeah, and but and then like into like okay, but like what is it? Like what? Why? Why, why are reserve, you taking? Right? Yeah. What is but this But that's project? that's like even down into the core. Like so that that's like stuff that's happening right now and how money has been has been changed and used and right. but like um you got you pretty mu- to understand Bitcoin you pretty much have to like understand uh why glass beads were used in Africa as currency. Right. Right? Why um, the seashells were once used as currency. You know, it was goats at some point in some places, right? It's like... Um, the glass world has art units. There's actually this currency that's worth tangible dollars or
0: whatever, but they're measured in AUs, art units, and it's specific pieces of glass that... Oh, interesting. That's pretty yeah.
1: cool. I, I love
0: to look at stuff like I'll, that. I'll show you Physical
1: one. things like that are pretty pretty awesome so um but that's such yeah that's the only time i'd ever seen it and now you've sparked my imagination so far so like money needs like a lot of characteristics to exist and like um the most important characteristic for a, a, a successful money is that it has to be extremely difficult to produce um and uh you like and scarce Okay. essentially because so like for glass beads what happened with glass beads in Africa is um, so the British go down into Africa and then they see that the Africans are using glass beads as currency okay okay why because the glass beads were extremely difficult for the Africans to produce right so and then what it, what well why do you not want to produce them because that's what inflation is if you have something that's scarce um and then suddenly you're adding more and more and more and more to it that the value goes down so mm-hmm. in society right now the things that are the most expensive are the most rare right. uh, Things things are least expensive are the most common um so these beads very very rare but in in britain with the manufacturing and industrial standards that they had to manufacture glass beads was extremely easy right. and extremely cheap um so the you know the Brits went back, and then they just manufactured <laughs> boatloads of these glass beads, and they went back to Africa and just fucking bought everything, trade and right? pawned them. Colonizers, these motherfuckers. Yeah. So while well, and like that's what's happening right now with with this inflation, and and the government is just out of their minds printing, printing money. Money, it's oh, just printing a disaster, beads, right? They're printing beads. So these are <sighs> like, and there's there's so many other problems. So debasement too, like in in um. Like the Roman times, they're pressing coins, so they're pressing gold, right? right? Um, and then what they were doing is then, you know, some guy is pretty smart. He figures out, okay, well, if we only wrap the coin with gold mm-hmm. instead of using all gold, then we can keep more gold, but then you... And so it's, a, it's debasement, right? Um, and so it's worth less and less every time. Um, that's like the biggest thing that Bitcoin solves is that if we're using Bitcoin as a unit of currency... There will only ever be twenty-one million ever. Right. It's impossible to fake a Bitcoin. It, it's it's impossible. They you cannot produce more of them. Uh, and there will only ever be that amount. So basically, the entire world economy will eventually fit into those 21 million coins. So then people are like, oh, well, I can't afford a Bitcoin. One is too expensive. Well, the, the each Bitcoin is infinitely divisible. So you can have 0.1 of a Bitcoin, 0.001, zero, all the way. Right now, it's to eight decimal places. That can move and, and, and shift um, as required. Um, and so... It, all the value is just going to fit into these units of account. And the key thing is that nobody can ever fuck with them. Um, And then like going back. So like gold, gold is basically a good way, good starting point. If you study gold to understand um, Bitcoin, because gold like money is not what we use as money is not decided by a governing body um, or, or anybody it's emergent. Uh, So, whatever everybody agrees on just over time eventually becomes what we use so that happened Mm. with gold gold it's extremely extremely energy intensive and very difficult to mine gold the inflation rate I think is like 1.8 percent every year if then Um, and so gold uh, you can't fake it right Mm -hmm. you get if you're doing a serious gold transaction they can figure out if it's real gold or not right very very difficult to produce. Um and so you're not going to get flooded. You're not going to have inflation or debasement. Um and so that's kind of why it came into that that um, that place and like Bitcoin essentially just now with our digital world replaces that. Uh it's very difficult to produce and um you can't fake them. They're they're tangible. It it, it it's a it works just like money except uh your government isn't controlling it they're not printing it to solve their problems which essentially is time thievery right i
0: want to i think a few people might be missing the idea of the tangibility of bitcoin Uh, i had my aha moment but it doesn't make that much sense can you explain the tangibility of bitcoin and how you like
1: actually facilitate that okay yeah so uh so like (laughs) it's kind of hard to wrap your head around again like uh, and luckily, we have, like, digital banks now. Like, right. if, if digital bank accounts didn't exist, it'd probably be even harder for people to mm. grasp. But, like, when you own Bitcoin, you don't actually have anything other than uh, access to a position on the Bitcoin ledger, which is in the sky. Right. In the cloud. Uh, yeah. So, um, you are just... It, it's kind of like, I guess... Fuck. What's a... If all the gold in the world was in one central bank, <laughs> and then when we are doing transactions, I say, okay, move X amount of gold from my section of the safe to Andrew's section of the safe. Right. Um, and then that central bank uh, does that. And then the central bank is just moving gold around all day in that, like, core system. In their safe. But now that, like, core system isn't physical, isn't centralized. It is not physical is not centralized is just in the sky <laughs> is there any
0: right like a lot of people see the shit coins and think there's like mal intent right pumping up scams whatever is there any of that uh ever that floats around the back of bitcoin people
1: said uh well i mean like so yeah i'm sure like that we have big bag holders right now that could sell coins and affect the market and the, there you know there's a lot of stuff that could be done to try it like for example elon musk um Right, just last yesterday night. Yesterday or last night said that, oh, uh, we're... not Totally, I can't believe his comment. Um, <laughs> I So and that's another whole, like I said, it's a tough topic because it's literally like infinite information. <laughs> but um, so he made those comments and then the price dropped, I think like 10% or something from his comments that's been holding around there. Today was a good buy day. I don't really know what's going to happen. Like when, when people are buying... And that's how you can tell, like a maximalist is like we want Bitcoin to crash, like we want the price to go low. Like, I'm waking up every more. morning being like, please God, could Bitcoin dip twenty five percent or thirty or like even five, like just anything, because like the way I see it currently is that if I, I'm I'm buying Bitcoin under a hundred grand right now. I'm going to buy as much of it as I fucking possibly can. It's under 100 grand. So if it's at 70,000, I'm getting 30% off. If it's at 50,000, I'm getting 50% off, right? When it was down at Mm. 5,000 bucks, I'm like, holy shit, I'm getting 95% off on Bitcoin, stacking, you know? And uh, that's when you really start to get it, is like, you want the price to go down so you can get more because you just realize this is going up forever. Right.
0: To the moon. These this are all is, those H O D
1: L E R like the Hodler yeah, and ho- to the hodl, Moon, yeah. That's that's this hodl. concept. Hoddle's got to... The- so, uh so so Hodl, the origin of that is pretty funny. This guy just got uh super smart. you can probably Google this like HODL um uh like <laughs> Bitcoin <laughs> forum post or something you'll find it but anyway this guy and he had the uh, his icon was um uh, the guy from Army of Darkness, uh, Bruce something, I don't, you know who I'm talking about? Not anyway, at all, okay. but that's okay. So, uh, from, um, Evil Dead, that, that okay. guy. Anyway, and he's just fucking shit face drinking whiskey and he just writes this whole thing and like, Bitcoin's like, I don't know, like 10 bucks or something at the time. Okay. And he's like, uh... All you guys are like doing all this fancy trading shit, and like you are buying and doing moving. It, and he's like, "Fuck all that! I am just gonna buy the Bitcoin, and I am just never gonna sell it." And he's like, "I am holding the Bitcoin forever. I am gonna hold it till it, you know." <laughs> but he was so wasted that he was spelling "hold" <laughs> wrong every all the time, every time okay. and so and then that and then you know, like one of those miracle things where like. I, Hold on for dear life is what it. What somebody put the words to it, but it was literally just him wasted being like, "I'm just buying and holding my Bitcoin." <laughs> like, but uh, yeah, no, that's the mentality. Like, um, the okay, you can get into all like people like me probably won't exist forever because to you don't have to understand as intensely as I do anything to do with Bitcoin. Uh, to benefit from it Totally um, Right it, Like at the end of the day It's just fucking money in a bank
0: You're in the business right? of coin But a lot of people are bankers And most of us are naive To what money actually is So
1: Yeah And like you don't even have to learn Any of that stuff Does it really matter I mean like Probably most people don't even know That like The Bank of Canada exists And they just print money for us It's kind of They just kind of Don't really know where it comes from um, All that matters Really Is just like if you want to be ahead on something and the way the world's going, like just buy some and like, you don't have to fucking remortgage your house or do whatever, you know, but like get whatever you can afford. If whatever that's you can a thousand bucks, if that's 10,000 bucks, if that's a hundred bucks, like just get some, get a little and, like, bit. So you're in the game. Make, make sure it's properly protected. And like the risk, the risk is not owning it. So if I want to buy 50 bucks today,
0: right? I don't know. Like I told you, I got $0 in crypto. Yep. If I wanted to buy fifty dollars of Bitcoin, what would I do? Like, I honestly have no fucking idea.
1: Right. Well, because I'm here, we would, we would, I would just show you what to do. But I guess for anyone trying to figure it out, um, with, so if you're in Canada, Bull Bitcoin is our company, and our minimum is twenty five. So you can buy twenty five bucks of Bitcoin. Cool. Okay. Sick. Um, you sign up, and if you're buying twenty five bucks. There's no KYC or anything. You just have to kind of create an account. Um, What's the KYC? Oh, that's like you got to put your driver's license and your address. Oh, yeah. You're it's, like, it's called Know Your Client. So gotcha. it's, like, it's all anti money laundering stuff. Um, gotcha. But uh, yeah, so you can just easily, quickly sign up. Uh, and you can either wire us um, or you can send, we can offer e transfer now. Um, cool. And you can buy the coins and then they get sent to you. I'm buying some um, coin from you today, by the way. Yeah, we'll we'll We're line it up, it. man. I'll show you how to do it do it properly. I'm tired of telling people <laughs> I got zero dollars in the <laughs> game. I want to tell them I got 50 bucks in the game. Oh yeah, man. Well, that's how it starts. Like, look, like I. So when I first got into this, um, if you had ten thousand bitcoins plus, like. You were balling. I spent one hundred fourteen
0: dollars you know? to bud mail at fifty four cents a coin. Yeah, it might not have been Bitcoin,
1: but like, let's just say it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot, man. Right, and then uh, and then like life goes on, and then like like the first coins I looked at were seventy bucks. Right, right, awesome. And then like life goes on, mm-hmm. and then now if you have a thousand coins, like mm-hmm. you are fucking rich. Right, right. And then, you know, life goes on. And then if you had 100 coins, you were fucking rich, right? right? And, like, now, if you have fucking 10 coins, like, that's half a million bucks in Canadian dollars. It's a lot of money. You have 10. And, like, this is just going to be the trend that, like, keeps happening. And, like, when people get all... Just like the st- sneakers. Yeah, it's like Bitcoin is a long-term play. It's not It's not about buying Bitcoin and then you're going to be rich in six months or, you know, uh, like, a year. It, it's like i i don't even look really at the price um like i knew about that elon stuff yesterday just because i'm it was all about it making some artwork and i i'm growing my twitter presence in the bitcoin community and um (laughs) and his comment was just totally uh naive which i won't i was about to segue into that not going to okay anyway um the oh fuck no let's segue into it it's pretty
0: stupid he mentioned that uh bitcoin isn't like a sustainable coin because of the amount of processing power that it takes and that that processing power sometimes comes from oil and gas which you know lethbridge like they did cite a big problem with the with the coin farms that they built down there and uh energy supplementation i can't remember exactly what happened but they were like somebody built a really huge miner and they were like yo we can't handle it
1: yeah, like if someone's trying to build on grid and the grid can't handle, like miners use a lot of el- electricity, um, so you can. There, there's lots of stuff that can happen, but just on Elon's comment, like there, there's only three outcomes, which I posted out this morning. It's like you either don't understand what you're talking about, you have, or you have an incentive to drop the price of Bitcoin or attack Bitcoin, right? Uh, or the third, you're just fucking yeah. stupid just man. uninformed like you just you like so the details in that is like uh, basically Bic- bitcoin mining is the greatest possible thing that can happen that has happened in energy innovation ever period right. the the incentive structure for bitcoin is like bitcoin miners barely make any money their margins are so oh, thin. Micro, micro they got electricity yeah. costs That are massive and then they are making a little bit of Bitcoin on top of those electricity costs. If Bitcoin drops, they're bankrupt. Uh, That's like what. So I'm fortunate enough to get involved in a mining project where um, in like when Bitcoin was in. 2019, 2020, around 5,000 bucks for a really long time. It was just one mining company after another going bankrupt, and then all this hardware, the awesome. m- these mining machines, are up for sale. And they're, you know, the price of the Bitcoin miner is what the raw material is worth. Right. Exactly. It's cost. so a uh, a good friend of mine. He jumped on that. He bought, you know, a. Whole much shitload could, yeah. of miners at like you know he maybe paid like I don't know nothing like yeah, like on ten bucks like for each one of these things right now Bitcoin price pops back up and people are looking at mining and then you know uh, now all of a sudden they're worth like a thousand bucks each so it's like a pretty fucking good deal for him but like. The, the point is, is that when you're a miner, you want your electricity to be as cheap as fucking possible. So literally, the business of the Bitcoin miner is not mining Bitcoin. It's how do we get the electricity cost hmm. to nothing? How do we get it as low as possible? Because every cent you pay for electricity takes away from your Bitcoin profits. So the incentive... Is create cheap power? Find the cheap power. Where is there the cheapest power in the world, and where, where, how can I get it? So where you see the Bitcoin miners popping up is everywhere that there's excess energy. Right. Lethbridge was wind and not many
0: people, so they build.
1: Mines right. There. And like, uh, I'm not clear on what happened with in Lethbridge, but the the most common example is hydro dams. Right. So hydro dams will have a certain amount of energy that they have to that they're selling, um, and then to to the people around them and then they have excess because the hydro dam is going all the time it's always making energy so everywhere that there's big hydro dams you start finding bitcoin miners um what's happening in alberta right now and that that company that i'm involved in we're um building portable bitcoin mining units that are going out to a uh gas flare sites so when when so right now, oh, there's cheap gas is being flared. Right. Um, so you know when you're when you're you have when you when you make oil and gas, you have oil and then you have natural gas. Um, in m- in most cases, uh, they just take the oil and the gas is just burned. Um, in other cases, where there's connection to like the natural gas grid depending on what the price of natural gas is doing um it can be cheaper to flare the gas than to send it to market right um so we're building these bitcoin mining machines that are basically like uh cans that go out to these sites and they have a giant generator in the back Capture that the takes airport. the natural gas turns it into electricity and then we mine bitcoins really? with it
0: what a great solution
1: to a pr- problem. Amazing solution, and also we're exporting a new asset, which is human time. Basically, we're taking cool. the flare w- gas, and we're c- producing human time. Now you can take those bitcoins, and you can exchange them for human effort uh, anywhere in the world. Right. Um, so our incentives, and the incentive of every single Bitcoin miner, is better motors, better generators, right. more efficient generators, more okay. efficient everything. Um, the So if you're attacking Bitcoin that it there's it's screwing up the environment, you're just missing that that action is is happening and coming. And so it's like who is going to build the efficiencies that will then the inventions that are incentivized by the production of Bitcoins then spread out into every other mechanical functioning motor uh, or system that we have out there. Um, And then uh, and then, you know, and then if elon had paid any attention on top of that even at in 2019 there was a report that it was i think like 71 point almost 72 percent of all energy being used to process the bitcoin network um was renewable sustainable energy hydro geothermal are the biggest ones because it's the it's the cheapest the, the cheapest most powder. excess, right it's just like the hi- the geothermal stuff is just 24/7 365 yeah. same with the hydro found where it is um, move to it so even on top of that now like the miners are like they're incentivized to build geothermal plants crazy right if 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 they can get cheaper power from a geothermal plant than a coal yeah. power plant all it's it, like together. it doesn't matter so it's just the incentives of the entire system go to Efficient energy usage, and the better you are at using your energy, more money you make. Then the more money you make, and you know that's the game. Power (laughs) goes a big one. I think we need to explain
0: mining because mining is like it's not actually what it is. It just makes sense in the term. You're correct me if I'm wrong. It's the person somebody needs to verify a transaction, and they get to take a micro micro piece of that
1: transaction. Uh, out for verifying it right uh right. yeah uh, like kind of i mean more specifically it's um so the mining is issuance okay of the bitcoins okay that's the p- the primary uh the transaction costs so uh, what a lot of mid IQ people will do is they'll take all the <laughs> uh that's processing nice power nice it, say. yeah <laughs> in the uh they'll they'll say like okay look at all this energy consumption that uh, all the energy the bitcoin is using and now let's look at the daily transactions and now let's divide the energy consumption um by the daily transactions and then we got our cost per transaction but it's just completely wrong so the (laughs) the, like bitcoin mining doesn't have anything to do with transactions what the bitcoin miners are do are, are are doing are providing security to the network Okay. So they're making it impossible to to make any changes on the ledger and they're r- running the issuance of of the bitcoins. So if if Satoshi when he launched Bitcoin, how does he evenly distribute the money around the world so that it's fair? Cuz everything about Bitcoin is like, okay, it's got to be it, it's it's capitalism. It's got to be fair. Right. Doesn't matter anything. It has to be what what can you do so the whole thing revolves around proof of work okay right so people had to make the choice to exchange something difficult energy for coins right okay uh, and that's what all the miners are are Doing oh that makes a They're lot more sense. They're spending energy to earn the coins, um, and then because do so business, yeah. And then there's a whole bunch. Like this again, anyone who's actually Bitcoiner listening to me is probably gonna be like, wow, this guy's all over the place. But come on, guys, there's a lot of information here. So, <laughs> um, like the and then on top of that, the miners it also had to be fair, right? Okay. So essentially, what mining is is like the the miners are given a puzzle by the Bitcoin network, and then they try and solve the puzzle. Whoever is able to solve the puzzle mm-hmm. gets the reward. Oh. Okay, and this makes it so that if you have one Bitcoin miner or you have 50,000 Bitcoin miners, you have equal chance of receiving that share of the coin. Right, just
0: like so- buying a lottery ticket, you don't increase your odds you double up. It's it's 1 in 1 million or 2 in 2 million
1: yeah so every everyone who's mining has the same chance okay gotcha right so when um the so basically what that does is that stops people who have massive resources Mm -hmm. and to invest into mining from that their energy contribution to the network uh, doesn't give them too much power over the network. They can monopolize the transaction. So yeah, when the
0: when the miners win, not transaction issuance.
1: They basically get to verify all the transactions. So to verify the Bitcoin transactions is super simple. It's running a code on your Excel spreadsheet, and the Excel spreadsheet is very long, but. Anyone who's an accountant knows you can go to like 2,000 pages, and the computer will still do it in a couple seconds. Yeah, like it's not difficult to verify that everything is I- is checked and, and proper. So this is another thing on the energy side of things. Like Bitcoin's energy consumption is going down, right? Because and as more efficient. yeah, as the coins are mm-hmm. being issued then there's less and less coins to be issued. And basically oh. that, the need for all that puzzle solving, it-, it uh, gets it less and less. Reduces. And you still need heavy infrastructure on the security side of it. Um, but on, you know, by the, by the time we get to the last coins being minted, um, it's a downward trend. Um, then miners continue to mine based on transactions, transaction fees at that point. Um, once there's no more coins to be issued. Then they make money on. Do we fees, have all the coins so issued today? No. We have, uh, I think, eight, 18,500,000. I don't know. What the so, exact what happens when those Between 18 and 19 million, and it'll go to 21 million. So, we're almost done, right? Okay. Um, but the way that the code works is um, so they have these halvening events, okay. which is basically the. halvening? Yeah. Like, like half ring, right, right. Just like, like install it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So they, uh, which, so when you first, in the beginning when Satoshi launched Bitcoin, it was 50 Bitcoins every 10 minutes are issued. Okay. So every 10 minutes, a and this is getting technical, but every 10 minutes, a block is issued. And then one of the miners receives the reward for basically take, They get the block. They say everything's legit, and then it goes into the chain. That's where the word blockchain, what it actually means. (laughs) Okay. And um, eventually, uh, and then so when they do that, they get a reward. Would that issuance
0: reward be larger than like a normal transaction piece? No, it's just fifty coins. Gotcha. So
1: fifty coins, and then uh, so the everything about the Bitcoin network is designed for scale. Okay. So the more computers you have running the network then it becomes easier to solve the puzzles so then gotcha. they have to reduce basically the amount that, that that's coming through so the um so that so that essentially that the computer if we plugged in every computer on earth into this thing that it wouldn't break the system gotcha. the system self adjusts to the inputs so uh then uh so once the hashing power got to a certain point then it goes to uh, drops to twenty five bitcoins. So every ten minutes, twenty five bitcoins are issued. Okay. And then it went to twelve and a half. Um and then uh most recently um six two five, right? Okay. So and that keeps going. So as the mining network gains more and more power, ensuring its security, um the rewards get reduced more and more. And it's all kinda and then okay. and then if miners unplug from the network and they stop mining and people then the rewards go back up so it could it probably never happen, but in theory if people were stopped stop mining um, then it can climb back up and it could go back to 12 and a half coins back to 25 uh, back, do to, back to 50 do it all runs on incentive it's like why am I tra- what am I doing why am I trading my hard earned electricity for this I better be getting something
0: do you think it. a government would ever
1: make mining illegal so that they could monopolize it and well, make that reward yeah. back I mean up. they made gold illegal once, right they made uh, right. they made booze legal you Weed know it was illegal the, for a long time. Their greatest success recently <laughs> is they made cocaine illegal. Um, <laughs> so anyone who is worried about the government's actions in terms of making things illegal just look at how uh, well it worked for cocaine. <laughs> Yeah. So it's possible the the government will definitely be, I think the next huge attack and why it was so annoying what happened with Elon, like the big attack on Bitcoin is climate for sure. Um, that's going to be the attack. And it's like, just like everything else that is like a a, a point of beef now in people's lives. It's just like, If you take the time to actually understand what you're talking about, you're going to realize that, like, hold on, there's a puppet pulling some strings here.
0: Yeah, there's a lot more to this than the small
1: pieces that you're being fed. Yeah. Right. I'm going to open this bottle of wine. wine. Oh, yeah, let's do it for sure. Yeah.
0: And I won't get into any other (laughs) hardcore politics. No worries. As I think about all the lines (laughs) that are drawn in the sand today. (laughs) Where's my cork? Yeah,
1: it's a a risky place, but I think it's going to pop back where... uh, Conversations can be free again? I don't know. It's now all happening in private, right? It's just like when, when they made booze illegal, it just all went into the speakeasies, right? And so now they've made uh, hanging out with your family illegal. It's like, mm-hmm. where- <laughs> where's the line? <laughs> well, I think they've always made critical conversation
0: illegal, right? You look at any large underground movement that seems so radical that was based in so much sense fairness and equal opportunity yeah that now seems so sensible yet like you know um not that uh leninism yeah. or marxism worked but like these are places that started underground uh mlk's movement yeah, even yeah. you know I- anyone that's touted as a hero or a villain um and it's always interesting to think that like as you know, I found myself censoring myself now, which is fucked up, right? Season one of the podcast, like I was going off with ideas. Like I went off and then I did one interview with somebody and I, uh, cause I never edit them. Like we were talking about earlier. And I said something that I was like, Oh shit, am I going to get crucified for this? And I was like, you know, five years ago would have been something I never even questioned. Yeah. And then today I'm like, shit, is this going to fuck up my personal image? Like what? What is the perception that people are going to see? There's no like yeah. hate or anything in my in my heart here, but like, what are other people yeah, going to perceive but it's it as? All
1: being used, man. Like I, it, yeah, it's tough. But I, I think right now that like that the. the like you went to school here, right? So, like Born in school, raised. we learned, we went through the same eras. So, what did we learn about like political spectrum? It was like, okay, you got the Nazis on the right, <laughs> and then you got the communists on the left. But that that's just propaganda garbage. What we actually have is the individual on the right and the and the collective on the left. Or you could doesn't matter where right. they are. Um, it and like collectivism is very, 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 very dangerous always right it it's masters and slaves yeah some people always have more power i won't get too into it but like that uh, what i'm noticing today is that people who are individuals that what they have to say is not um pre-pressed packaged material that's the new rock and roll. Like that's the new punk rock. You know? Yeah. Like I right. float around my life, man, and I get like why I agreed to do this with you and like the people that I choose to have around in my life. What I'm most excited cheers. about, cheers. Is hearing shit I haven't heard before. <laughs> a new idea? I just wanna hear people say shit that I haven't thought of. Because oh my god, it's like the best it's like discovering fire to me every time when I'm talking to somebody, they haven't a Bunch of stuff to say that I don't know about. They have a, a comment on something I've never thought about. They have like whatever it is, it's just oh man, I that's like my ecstasy. I want I want more of that, you know. And because uh, I just find like there, there's I'm a huge Ayn Rand reader and and uh, I guess advertiser of her work, she's amazing. And uh, there's a whole she wrote an amazing book called atlas shrugged which probably many people know um but i think the better book is actually the fountainhead which she wrote before atlas shrugged and uh there's a lot there's one great segment in it where she there's one character in the book that's trying to have a conversation with another and it's kind of like everything that the other character has to say the girl is just like yes like i i read that in the paper this morning as well (laughs) You know, it's like, yeah. yes, I, I, I saw that movie, too. Like, yes, I... Like, you know, it's like everything they had to say was just, like, prepackaged canned material. A mundane crap, small talk. And, like, I get that. I mean, you know, we, we've let ourselves be kind of waltzed into this mm-hmm. screen world mm-hmm. where we're getting bombarded by all this stuff all the time, and I know that, you know, not everyone is... I guess, you know, ha- has shit that they gotta deal with that maybe doesn't, maybe I'm just very lucky I have the time to, like, look into this stuff and, like... No, internet literacy is really things, hard, man. Internet literacy is really fucking
0: hard, even for people, you know, we're lucky, we're born both born in 93, and, and you know, maybe we scraped out above everybody else, but, like, people fucking suck at using the internet. They are conned so easily, it blows my mind that you know people won't ever check anything and that like the first even five pages of google you know google pitches you a biased opinion based on what you search and if you haven't understood yeah. that the internet's for sale yet then you're fucking up and oh, you're being amen. fed that was a garbage great line
1: yeah <sighs> yeah so i but yeah i went through like a big phase where i was like oh my god i like what is happening and <laughs> i read a book recently um that well not super recently <laughs> everything pre everything uh like pre-covid it feels like recently for me uh, that's it's fair like, it's like this big gap but anyway uh called um the sovereign individual okay i've heard of this one haven't read it and like again like all the politic and doesn't matter what's happening right now is like we are in a existing in the era of nation states right giant massive government entities that are just sucking leeching the wealth and prosperity of the citizens Mm -hmm. why do the nation states exist because it's the most efficient way to extract wealth from the population of course right if you're the almighty ruling king and you're you know they've tried this many times they're (laughs) like okay we're gonna what we need you to do is give me half of everything you make (laughs) it's like you know what fuck that guy okay but when it's the government yeah, everybody pays uh, over. Yeah, like, you gotta pay the, you know, there's nowhere that that, like, anger lands on. So it's like a very efficient system that's stealing from us. I love the French.
0: I think the French, you know, <laughs> most people are like, fuck the French. I'm like, French are badass because those motherfuckers are revolt every time. They're like, no, 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 we're not having this. You don't like us? Tear gas yeah. us. We're just out here in numbers. You're you're fucking gone. You're an, you're an elite. You've been voted into democratic power and you're fucking us over. Now we're, we'll fight the police all day. And then, like, you know. Over walk-
1: cigarettes. Do you remember when that happened? Yeah. I don't know, when they banned cigarettes in Paris and it was, like, Boom. Apocalypse Now. Fuck this that like- But that's gangster, right? <laughs> Everybody else would bend a knee, right? Canadians,
0: yeah. you know. Oh, this- especially. Ca- oh, yeah. This oh. is a big experiment in sur- subservience, right? For me, you know, I have no problem sharing this opinion if you've decided to listen an hour into the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. Uh, If you have listened to everything the media says and you can't look at statistics and realize that this is a great con and you've been lied to and indoctrinated into a system and all these great words that we learned in school that the public school system taught us, you got duped. And the more you're duped, and the easier it is to dupe you, and the further you go into the con, the more rights you lose. And, like, I'm not, again, I put this on my Instagram, I'm not anti-mask, I'm not anti-vax, but, like, sure shit, I fucking stop wearing a mask. Like, I walk around the mall, I'm not gonna wear it unless you make me wear it in the fucking store. I'm not going to get a vaccine because I don't trust those drug companies that created the vaccine. Their base, Big Pharma is somebody I've always fought against. For years, people told me I was a criminal, Uh, that I was was a bad person. I was going to end up stupid and in jail because of cannabis. And now I speak in universities and colleges, and I'm a published international author. And we're here doing this. I mean, it's incredible. And people are listening to it. People fucking actually listen. (laughs) Yet, if I had listened what the government had told me my entire life
1: I wouldn't be me today no it'd just be a cog man a wheel like a washer and in, in, yep. in their thieving machine like that's that's what it is like taxation is extortion 100%. right it is give me money under threat of violence yep right inflation is theft okay yep. you've worked your entire like uh, and so many of the problems that everyone is fighting like when I see all these you know, protests for various reasons happening and people don't realize that like the root and of it is is money the money yeah. is fucked right so you you know uh, a lot of times because uh, I'm like super hardcore, laissez-faire capitalists so people will be like oh well what about uh you know people who aren't as fortunate or whatever and you know that whole side of things and it's like well first of all if you want to help those people uh in a laissez-faire capitalist society no one will stop you right help them if you want to if you want to help help oh well nobody will help well no they will like it's uh, yeah it's human nature right like we, we help each other yeah you know um but like Ah, shit, I lost my fucking train of thought there. I'm going to hop train, right in, in on it. I think, yeah, it's, hop a, in I think it's a, in think it's
0: it, a super huh. interesting idea that capitalism gets shit on so hard, but the capitalist ideal is just that you can work for what you want and everybody can earn their own stake and nobody should control what they haven't earned, right? Am I am I missing something from that?
1: No, no, not at all. I mean, like, a capitalist is, if you believe in human rights, there's only one answer, and it's capitalism. So only one answer. Go Just deeper. Nothing on that. else. I want to hear I more know. on that. That's so interesting. Like before, okay. So everything we have right now. So the United States died in 1913 at the creation of the central bank. Okay. Okay. Central banking um, is like Chapter Four out of uh, Karl Marx' handbook. Right. Okay. This is the con. This is how you steal from people. Right. Exactly. Um. So capitalism. All human history pre the founding fathers of the United States is variations of monarch. Okay. There's a king, right. And, and to get it into even deeper details, masters and slaves. Right. Okay. We had, uh, instances that existed like in Rome and, you know, there's many examples of the start of, uh, capitalism in, in terms of, which basically we're aligned with the creation of money, like the okay. most efficient way to be able to trade goods, right? Like if I have a bunch of scraggly sheep and I want your shiny shoes, but you don't want my scraggly sheep, like we have conflict. Right. Okay. But what if there's something that is just a universal, the most tradable good, right? Mm-hmm. So money starts. Anyway, cut, cut to all this stuff. It's all masters and slaves. Today, what we have is just, like, democracy is just communism with extra steps. Yeah, It's totally. all an illusion. If you think voting is going to change Anything. a fucking thing, you are just drinking the Kool-Aid, man. Like, this, it is a fucking scam. Like, well, you're old enough to know politicians now, right? Like, I yeah. know, I work yeah. in lobby groups. I work
0: in a lot of lobby efforts. I talk to, like, a lot of politicians. I always have. One thing that's become very obvious to me is people that get into politics, uh either there's a small percentage that are naive and actually think they can create change. The vast majority, nine out of 10 are there to serve their own purpose and push some agenda or power position.
1: Yeah. And if you don't, if anyone doesn't believe that, just like Google any politician, anyone, anyone, (laughs) and look at their (laughs) net worth before entering (laughs) office and after, okay? Like the writing's on the walls, you know? But anyway, so the, the, the United States was created and the founding fathers like really got it right on so many levels. It was the creation of protected individual rights right there's some bad private property not rich dudes just guys that were in the gang and the key to it all private property without private property rights no other human rights are 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 possible right right so you like as an individual we must for our survival act in our best interest. Right. To survive. If we are not acting in our best interest, we're either self-sabotaging or we're acting in someone else's interest. Okay. Someone else's best interest. Okay. Right? okay. So the United States basically was like, okay, we're and not the United States today. To be super clear on that. Yep. This is like the 1800 1800s, 1800s. Okay. like the gold standard United States um the right to the pursuit of happiness mm-hmm. not the right to happiness the right to the, the pursuit, pursuit of happiness um that that's just they basically said okay every single person is born with rights from god that make them an individual and the decisions they must be free to make the decisions for the benefit of their own life Completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the only reason the government should exist is to settle conflicts between men, so the legal system, mm-hmm. and at that time for national defense. Right. Okay? And organized the ability for the country to mechanize under a threat of attack. That's the only purpose. Okay? No garbage management no education no all this stuff right right and like over time the government basically from that united states standpoint and this pissed off everybody on earth right because it's like what do you mean like all the kings are like wait you're going to create a system where everybody has a fair shot yeah and it's not just who you know and and who i shake hands with and it's not just me enjoying my life as a rich person while everybody starves to death like shout out to chucking out the colonizers (laughs) it worked for like 30 years in america and then they let it go to shit they and they i mean like the united states went to war over a 2% tax. Yeah, stamp They the went stamp to stamp tax. Full blown war, man. Like and then now today it's just a mess. It's just totally lost. And like there's stuff from Ayn Rand she really touches on a lot of this. So I have really gotten deep into her where like I could read stuff to you or I'll send you stuff. Well, you'll read it and be like, "Oh my gosh, this must have been written last week about right now." But it's just And it's written stuff. in like 1962. Like, she knew where all of this was going, like, calling out what's happening, and... Yeah. And essentially, it's, like, it's, like, communism is, okay, we, I, the individual who wants communism, I am smarter than everyone else, I am smarter than the market, I'm smarter than millions of minds... I can dictate better how many trees need to cu- be cut down, how many stones need to be mined, how many things need to be built. I know better. Like central planning is the fucking end of it all, right? <laughs> and uh, you, you just like, like how long the Soviet Union existed for? What, like s- 60, 70 years? I don't know I was the exact I was number. Skip it, off Fifty-three. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Even at the end of it, they were still unable to figure out how to feed people. Right. So, that's a lot of brain power going, you know, and it's all corruption. I think I'm getting kind of way off in the loops here. No, I like it a lot. <laughs> this is fucking good shit. <laughs> but, uh, the point is is that, you know, circling back, like, capitalism is human rights. Equal opportunity. That's the baseline. Right. For everyone, right? What's the color of capitalism? Green. Yeah, I, I think right? we
0: touched on it too. You, everybody expects that a capitalist isn't a humanitarian, but it doesn't mean that capitalist or a society that's built in capitalism doesn't want you to have
1: free university yeah of course but i mean like michael saylor he's like a big bitcoin guy um he donated i fuck i don't want to misquote here a massive amount of his net worth okay he's worth tens of billions of dollars to uh he just built a university there you go an online university that's free Fuck yeah! And Shout it, I think, out I think it's like sailor or something like Michael Saylor for University. You'll find it. Um, and he just and he's using all of his money to just recreate University courses with online access to anybody with an internet connection. Fuck yeah! This is what okay. But capitalists are you. evil, right? You know, of course, <laughs> of course, of course, they're evil because they want all their money. They need to make money so that they
0: can do what they want. Who would ever think that somebody with a whole that bunch somebody of somebody would want to do something, something cool.
1: awesome? It's like so. There's a really st- Uh, ancient quote that I wish I could remember who said it but um, it it, if everybody owns everything nobody takes care of anything straight up and this is what we have here now where it's like this idea that human nature is somehow bad and people don't want to help each other and that that's capitalism it's like no that it's all propaganda being pushed from masters who want slaves yeah who who want, want you to think obedient you don't care slaves, about right? else. oh independence like freedom of thought you don't need that's dangerous people get hurt when that happens yeah and it's like well no <laughs> they, they don't right like even like just for myself i this is like this has evolved a lot but i remember thinking like for like my own money like okay well what do i want to do to kind of like help with it, right? You, uh, you, you, you get to a certain point in earnings and then like every single person who's earning, basically there's a line where all of a sudden you're like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. How do I, how do I help Right. People? So, and then now what do I want to do? Like what, the biggest regret of my life is I don't have any mentees right now. I'm like 28 years old with no mentees. So yeah. I'm like, I, who, am, who am I helping? Right. When mm. my, everything in my life is owed to mentors. I was always seeking out mentors, always trying to find somebody who was doing it, who could teach me something, who could share something. Yeah. And, like, where I've really screwed up is I've been, like, so focused on, like, me pushing forward that I haven't, like, helped too many others behind me. But now I'm, like... Jordan Peterson said, said that like, he, he sums it up so well, like, clean your room. Like, clean your fucking room, man. Like... Yeah, pick your shit up. Before you start helping, uh, trying to help anybody, like, clean your room. And uh, I think I realized, like... Oh, wait, it's not a regret because I didn't know dick about fuck yeah. for a long time. So I like probably just screwed it? up those people, you know, but now I'm like starting to enter an area where I'm like, okay, I actually do know stuff. I actually can help people, you know, and like, so we're like, I'm hiring people for my company right now and I'm trying to find people who will, who are working on projects that will benefit from their experience working with me. Cool. That's a cool way to find an employee. Yeah, that's what I want. I want someone who's going to help me with what I need. Mm -hmm. And then when they are no longer working for me, are going to be like, holy shit, I got all this knowledge from Madex and I'm able to apply it to my own journey. You know, that's cool. My dad has
0: been an entrepreneur for a long time and he talks about uh, a lot of the the nerds that he worked with in the early 90s because uh, he does digital healthcare records and multiple layers of security and as you talk about all these things I'm like wow he probably should have sold his security into fucking uh, Bitcoin systems and I'm gonna have actually set him up with you but uh, he hired all these guys in the early 90s you know that are just fucking nerds that are like really cool forward thinkers that get it and now these are guys that like created the payment processing systems you know one of them made Interact.
1: Uh, amazing yeah
0: right and now that's now that's somebody who was a mentor mentee relationship and now going forward it's like that's a great person to to just help unabashedly and 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 know and as you say this i'm like man i wonder if i have any mentees i talk to a lot of people and i try and help people as much as i can every day but i wonder if any of them even consider me like that i had two good mentors that you know
1: I guess three. A lot of them show you what not to do. It's also a great... Yeah, totally. They absolutely do, man. The best one I ever had just showed me all the wrong decisions, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I I find, like... Yeah, it's so important, man. We can't, like... I really admire the whole, uh... What it. I think they called it, like, guild gilding or something i don't know but like way back in the day before they invented the universities and all that kind of shit um the way you learn stuff was like you just went and worked for someone who knew that and then right apprenticeship programs right Not and that man like i was a plumbing uh, apprentice so that's such an interesting yeah i was just gonna say like the trades are really it's like if we want to look at how everything else in society should work it's like let's start with the trades Mm -hmm. like let's start with guys who are you know digging ditches laying pipe yeah fucking running tools like building like the builders of the world making steel laying steel like all this especially where we are right now all this chatter and insanity going on all this noise okay there's still guys out there every day drilling screws cutting Mm -hmm. beams pouring concrete like, that's what we're all forgetting about because we've been so spoiled yeah, everybody with this shits, world the that we're born into that, um, and I think that people just don't realize that, like, hey, like, all of this stuff had to be made. How do the lights turn on? on? I don't know. They just turn on. Yeah. And, right? It's like, even just the idea that electricity is better than oil and gas. hmm <laughs> is just you just don't even know it's what electricity. electricity is right yeah. like i think where we are it's like 50 percent of our grid is coal well, i know like, it's
0: fucked. <laughs> i go down to these cannabis grows and people are like showing me the coal burners to eat greenhouses and i'm like you fucking burn coal to heat cannabis greenhouses
1: and people are like oh well, yeah it's alberta and you're like what yeah, you the can get cheap coal i'm like you know coal has its problems and whatnot carbon but tax like, shut a lot of those down actually uh, it's but just not brutal, all. man. Like, I think with on that environmental side of things, like anybody who is, I, I'm starting to think that they just don't want solutions and they just hate humanity. People don't. I'm like pretty solutions. sure that's what it is, right? People hate Because, solutions. like, how how does anyone who says they're an environmentalist like consider biomass green energy? <laughs> and how is biomass any different than? burning diesel like it just does, I, I don't and then the, and then it's like okay well if you really care like nuclear is great i don't know we probably shouldn't get into this conversation i don't really know much about it but here's what i do know oil and gas has changed and benefited and raised our quality and standard of life mm-hmm. exponentially beyond description well you wouldn't have plastics if you didn't have that industry right everything we have people and don't like it. yes it would be cool to find some alternatives but like you find them for me i think for the most part all this stuff is just reaping government subsidies
0: of course uh, <laughs> everything reaps government <laughs> subsidies it's amazing to me to actually see you know pieces like the dairy industry in the states is a great one that doesn't actually function without government subsidies it's kind of a storm of like animal abuse that could be fixed if the government would change its stance but like we discussed earlier or just fuck off where right? <laughs> people in government have gone into it to get clear power further their own monetary gains why on earth are there these huge farms like if you if people actually knew the amount of milk that is thrown out it's so fucked up we would start thinking like well why don't we farm half as much milk you know i wouldn't mind paying more for
1: milk if it was a better quality, and there was more cows having a better quality of life, yeah. but we don't think about these ideals. Tying everything, you know, because I'm a Bitcoin maximalist, so, like, I it's really, everything comes down to the money. So, fiat Dollarist. money is inflated into infinity printed. It's not fucking worth anything. So, if you're looking at incentives in all these industries, I... the best example i can just rattle off is like sidewalks and it it applies to the dairy it applies to literally everything it's like okay so a sidewalk is cracked and messed up and needs to be re-poured okay in a when you have a standard of money that is what is called hard money which is what bitcoin is which is what gold was The incentive, and and so specifically with Bitcoin, the incentive is to get the contract to pour the concrete. Right. And to get paid the one time. Okay? On the fiat system, the incentive is to repeat the contract. Right, the concrete needs to break so that you can... So that you get the job again because the money you earn from doing the job the first time is worthless Mm. by the time it needs to be done again is this like this goes to like they don't build it the way they used to right this is exactly it's fucking fiat money man it's trash money the you think about the psychology so like just in canada uh we've lost i think we're coming on 500 percent purchasing power loss in canada since march 2020 yikes okay Inflation doesn't immediately happen. Everything goes up 500%. It mm-hmm. slowly happens because uh, you and me, we control the money supply. We like the guy's house across the street. We print a million dollars. We buy the guy's house across the street. To the guy across the street, he's getting a million dollars mm-hmm. for his house. He doesn't realize that it's that that has money. Been added into yep. the supply and then now, it his million-dollar savings is worth that 1% less, right? Right. So, every time they print money, they're stealing from your bank accounts. They're going into your savings accounts, and they're stealing from you. Because Crazy. the price of goods, the price of everything goes mm-hmm. up. Your money loses its purchasing power. So, you've worked those, like, 50 years. Oh, that's my train of thought. I lost way back. You've worked those those 50 years to make those savings... And they're worth nothing.
0: And the bank just goes right? against like your money yeah. and creates more
1: money. And we've all heard those stories where like our parents are like, oh yeah, we went to the movie. We used to go to the movie theaters and it was like 25 cents. Ah, ha, ha. why is everyone laughing? that's yeah, not funny at all that fucking sucks okay, i we pay 20 bucks now that means that like we went from 25 <laughs> cents to 50 dollars so okay. I can't head math what the gap is from 25 cents to 50 dollars but what I can head math is we're getting fucked yeah fucked hard bent over very badly percent right? bent so over. Th- a year's salary is now not even paying for yeah. to, for us to go to the movies right yeah so anyway back to the sidewalk thing so everything just gets done worse Right? right? If you want the contract to pour that sidewalk on a Bitcoin standard, you're gonna, you first of all have to fight to earn it, to prove that you can pour the sidewalk that's gonna last the longest. Because the person who wants the sidewalk poured does not wanna fucking pay for it ever again. Right. <laughs> or as long as possible that they can pay for it, that they, they can go before they have to get it redone. Because the Bitcoin is increasing in value. The guy who is doing the contract to pour the sidewalk wants to do the best job he possibly can so that he can earn that contract so he doesn't get burned in the marketplace. And so that also he earns the Bitcoin today or the hard money if you're not on the right. Bitcoin train today. So he has the money today, which is worth more tomorrow. Exactly. So he gets the job done today to pay for tomorrow. Right. right. Then you, you, you explode this out into everything that exists and all of a sudden we see a shift into back yeah. into the age of people who make stuff that isn't mass manufactured. Like shoes that are punched by hand. Right. Right? It's not about the fuck like it it, it and Bitcoin is the most capitalist thing that could possibly exist, right? Because the shoe you wanna buy the shoe once. That never again. If you like a different style of shoe, you want to buy that style of shoe. What you don't want is to spend $500 on a pair of shoes, and they're fucked in a year. Right. Or, fi- like, you want a pair of shoes, you buy it once, you know? And so this psychology then just, like, riddles into everything, and then, like, where it really starts to hit you is in savings. So my psychology has been totally changed by Bitcoin in terms of the way I spend. Okay. So I will avoid spending money as much as possible right it, okay it changes my psychology to do i need this oh, do i, wish I, I actually was you, man. need this i just
0: blow money on stupid shit all oh time. man
1: you get on the bitcoin train it'll change the wiring of your brain okay right you like because you'll buy a bunch of stupid shit and the bitcoin swings a hundred percent increase in value and then mm-hmm. you're like oh my god like I bought a truck for that I and so I needed it so I had to but it still hurts me even a product that I needed because it depreciates okay? so much. No, because when I bought the truck, bitcoins were ten thousand okay? bucks. Okay, so I sold three bitcoins to buy oh, the truck. Right. Okay. So mm. now what are bitcoins seventy grand? Okay. So like I could buy so a 10, fucking, right? truck. Right. Yeah. Like it's and mm. literally everything I own because I run. I'm a hundred percent all in on Bitcoin. I don't. Run, I have a bank account that I move Bitcoin into if I need to spend fiat money. Right. 100% Bitcoin. Right. So now every single purchasing decision I make is like, is you know, like it? I bought there a rifle that I really, really wanted for a long time. My buddy and I bought them together. You know, like it's like a 60 you know, the rifle in Canadian dollars was like 2,800 bucks. Okay. Okay. Like Bitcoin was like $11,000 or something, maybe Mm. like 10,000. Right. So now I'm talking about like, like, you know, it's like a 50,000, you know, like $40,000 rifle with the scope and shit. But it's just like, so now I'm looking at on my wall and like, I'm looking at my truck. So I pull up in in my truck that you saw out there. Right. That's a fucking $200,000 truck, man
0: yeah sure shit no forerunner out there worth right you know
1: but, but i, I, I pay pay look at money holy shit yeah so this this kind of stuff into everybody's lives changes everything because you know what it does you start making good decisions
0: so what's fucking with me as like i'm staring at all my records behind you i've spent a lot of 50 dollar bills that have turned into thousand dollar bills and you're surrounded by them and they and, like they're they're all over and they're like these weird tangible goods but then i have this problem of like well I'm, i don't want to fucking sell my collectible like
1: that—that's—that's that's yeah. my shit. Well, and I mean, like, so everything is opportunity cost, right? If you interesting idea, you, okay. you, you just and and that's what like Bitcoin teaches you. It's opportunity cost. Mm. I have this, or I could have the- ten times as much money in five years. Shit. How much do I want that? How right? bad do I want it? And then, so you really think about like what matters in your life to have around you right and
0: records and comics and toys really fucking matter to me yeah so that makes that a lot of sense thank you for
1: yeah making me feel good about well, it well good <laughs> i mean like if it so like um the the point is that like every purchasing decision i make mm-hmm. i run it through that lens right the scope so of what, like, is, what is it? do i actually want that so just for mm. example like i used to be fucking obsessed with ferraris okay okay
0: like just one totally so obsessed. bad
1: like the the second i i was you know i used to like be like okay if i make 500 grand i'll be able to buy a ferrari and like fuck it if i could buy it, i'm gonna do it <laughs> you know like yeah. just dumb shit like that right yeah. like i don't give a fuck about that anymore man could you have like, your ferrari today though oh okay you know what's interesting about things if you can afford like yeah. things you dream about yeah once you get a form, they I don't, don't know I, if it, this is probably Bitcoin. I don't know if it's also just like maturity, maybe. I don't know, but like, uh, like Carl Lagerfield had a, had a great quote where he's like, "To resist is divine." Yeah, you know, and like, uh, you know what? I like I could have a Ferrari right now, but I want the Bitcoin more. Where it wouldn't make you any happier, you know. I would rather not have a Ferrari. It, exactly. It would. Here's the thing. Like, I might. <laughs> Ferrari's kind of a. Th- that probably wasn't the best example, but like. I think it's a brilliant example. Why am I buying future. that? Am I buying it for me? Mm-hmm. Okay, then fuck yeah, right? Like, the only way I can justify buying a Ferrari now, and like, <laughs> my life is engineered around Madex, is like, okay, I'm gonna buy. A fucking 488 and i'm gonna paint it. cut it, it up Same. i'm gonna modify it i'm gonna make it the craziest fucking thing and instead of doing a painting over the next six months i'm gonna build this madex ferrari 488 cool okay there because <laughs> now it's like okay i got the ferrari which i wanted it it's fucking awesome it's custom one of one it's like a painting it's branded Madex. Like my goal for Madex is like designer brand. Like that's Saint fuck Lamar. you art. That's some sick. Fuck, fuck you art, art right? So now that's a purchase that makes sense to me. And then but then even then I still have to weigh it against opportunity costs on right, Bitcoin. Obviously. Right. Do I do this Ferrari project now or do I build a oh. fifteen thousand square foot mansion out of nothing but glass and iron beams right. in three years instead? Shit. So you cuz you have to yeah. weigh it against Bitcoin because every every dollar man. you have is in
0: Bitcoin. And, and like, like you know it. that it's a discount right now. Like if yeah. everybody doesn't remember at this
1: point it's under 100k, you're just buying it at a discount. Yeah. The best thing it did is like had me I used to be like uh, as I'm sure every man goes through is like kind of like an insecurity against like other guys who have wealth already. Of course, you know, and um, like the pursuit of wealth is super important because like it it does change everything it does make your life way better mm-hmm. um but like the real if, if you're not if you're not making creating or like living the life you want then it doesn't matter at all right complacency is where and mediocrity yeah, goes to die yeah that, yeah that was a great great line from you like and, like, everyone's just got to watch out for that. Like, like get fucking rich, but just make sure when you get there that, like, you've got something to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right? right? Everybody wants a Lambo or a Ferrari, a Rolli, uh, you know, a mansion, but, like, what happens if you get it? What What on, What on? happens if you get it? How many of those lottery shows do you watch where people go and buy all the shit they always dreamed of and they have fucking nothing and they're lonely?
1: Yeah. Like, what matters to me, man, is that, like, at the end of it all that I, I kind of like, I think that, uh, we repeat it as in like, I think that like we, you and I and everyone else has existed before. Uh, um, yeah, I agree. And will exist again. Like not us in terms of like our consciousness, our life experience, like all that kind of stuff. But I mean like the character, right? Yeah. So like for me, it was Kanye West is the reason I am everything today. Pretty much like, cool. not, not, <laughs> Like I, there people along the way, but like Kanye was essentially someone who was like, he crushed it so like he just did it.
0: Dude, through the know? wire is one of the and most
1: epic tracks on earth. Yeah, ever. It's it's awesome. and uh, mm-hmm. like the po- it was like when I was in high school and Kanye West dropped Dark Twisted Fantasy, I was like, this is like with the video and every like i was like this is the peak this is like the apex of creative experience you loved and his I, creative genius there i fucking hated it because he wasn't hard anymore oh yeah baby well, shit. So i wasn't in a rap for so long man so like that was my first kind of like segues into That's it cool, okay but um then i saw him i i saw him live on the life of pablo tour and it was cool. just like it just blew my mind but anyway the uh, so the point is is that like I feel... I personally identify in a lot of ways with Kanye. Okay. Okay? So Kanye went out, and he lived his life, and he became Kanye West, all right? That influenced me to go out and live my life and become Madex. All I want is that whoever is like me, whether it's with while I'm alive, well after I'm gone, whatever, that, like... Hey bro, you're not alone I went through the same shit And I fucking did it So you can do it too Let's go Respect Full stop, period That's why you're on the fucking you know, podcast, like, man That's Everything the the you're feeling, i felt Everything you've done I've tried to do mm-hmm. Everything you're working towards I've tried to achieve Like And, you know Hoping it's a huge success I, I feel pretty charged by God right now I think like If Like an uh, untimely death Is probably the only thing in my way If I like respect you know but uh-huh. i'm pretty like i'm going there's no other option for me and i hope some kids somewhere can hear that and just or or see what i'm doing they might not even hear this podcast but just like Resume- see something somewhere and be like it's
0: possible <laughs> i can fucking be me i can be whoever i want to be and there's nothing stopping me i think it's really cool that uh kanye west is that person especially uh oh, what, what what was the album story? my dark beautiful twisted fantasy yeah, yeah. Man, that was the moment where I started hating Kanye so much. I'm such a hardcore hip hop. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, that's fair. But I after, uh, sometimes I used to I used to joke like I I gauge people on uh, how much we're gonna be friends by like if I ask old Kanye or new Kanye. Yeah. You go just like say old Kanye right away like fuck you. But now I'm like well, man, guy's a fucking genius, right? Like I'm I'm just
1: my answer to that is all Kanye, man. Like because. Uh, all of it. Like, even I went back and listened to all his new shit, or I mean his old shit. I love every everything, man. And College Dropout is like, one of the best. It's in my top ten albums ever. It's incredible. Yeah. Oh. Spiritual, <sighs> man.
0: Fuck, through the wire. I don't know if anybody, I listened to that song like three times yesterday. It was just so weird. Uh, yeah. but I don't I never actually listened to like the shit that he's saying in between yeah, yeah, his verses. Yeah. He's like, if we don't realize like I have you know, what's the first line? Uh boost for breakfast, something yeah. for lunch. Yeah, yeah. He's literally drinking protein shakes. Yeah, and yeah, I, I never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. This guy's going so hard because he knows because music was given to him like by God. I said this in a in a interview recently. I was
1: like, I think I think like God gave canvas to me. I'm not religious at all. Yeah. But yeah. like but yeah, so just like to break that down, man. Like I, I wear a cross on my ear sometimes. On my one ear, pierce okay. and I wear a cross, just because it's the closest symbol I find to like. But like, that's the Holy Ghost fire. Okay. Right. That's like that when you're saying like God get like I and you don't have to. Ex- Like I fully get that man Because it's the same thing with me It's like This is not I think like religion was like Created in the start uh, As everything with humanity With like very good intentions To like help people And (laughs) give like visuals and, And greatness to stuff And then as everything Just eventually became corrupted Totally Right But like whether whether it's you know whether i don't even know what all the uh, right like allah buddha you know well the hindus Jesus, have like a million gods or yeah like you know you could worship greek gods whatever all that shit it's like here's the point you feel something that mm-hmm. is not of this earth yeah. and like when it's fucking telling you and it's bringing you stuff and it's showing you the way like you better go yeah <laughs> every it. time i've ignored that fire that heart you miss up not only miss out, like, horrific punishment, you know? It's, like, yeah. all the problems, like, root from me being, like, okay, what if I don't take those turns that I'm feeling in, like, my instinct and my gut to, like, do? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, when you say God brought you cannabis, like, I feel that, man. Like, God, it, I I just use the word God because it's the one I like the best. I, I, yeah, I agree. It's Any- like, it could have been you know, anything, but this is a
0: divine there was something that was greater than me that made me want to smoke weed behind that Seven Eleven when i was 13 <laughs> <laughs> i love it yeah well
1: and and you made it you 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 did what you needed to do with it man it's like we figured it out <laughs> to some
0: extent I, I it's so interesting as i hear that idea right you sit across me and i'm like You know, we've met a couple times and I think you're so fucking cool and like successful in things that I think are really neat and niche industries, and like so many people look at me and tell me the same thing to me, and I'm like, nah, I'm just some fucking guy who like talks and like does what he wants. And it's just I don't know. I think I'm having an aha epiphany moment speaking out loud on a public forum right now. I'm like, fuck, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool that you can unabashedly chase what you actually want and, like, kind of change the world yeah. for the better. even to change it's somebody. M- one person, one, man. Like, one person. We want to change one fucking person. <laughs> <laughs>
1: one person. If you're listening, don't give a fuck what anybody else says. <laughs> go it. Go oh, yeah. for it. Well, and, like, do give a fuck because you got to listen. Give all and, the fucks. Like, take the input. But, like, man, I've been shit on my entire life. Yeah, for wanting to be great. <laughs> Amen. And yeah, that, and for that. I, let's yeah. give a choice. Yeah, cheers to that. Cheers for that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Fuck. You know, and I think that's one thing that like regardless of what industry or like what vision you have that that's almost like the universal connector. Nobody right? ever wants anybody else <laughs> to be great though.
0: Truly and honestly, yeah. it's really hard, you know, we were talking about it earlier, uh that like it's really hard to make friends or like all my friends that i grew up with or like high school reading i think that's what we were talking about and i'm like i don't know anybody that did anything fucking great like where where where's the greatness that's supposed to surround you i graduated with like 1800 kids half of them fucking played hockey and nobody made it to the nhl like yeah yeah what's 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 the real win and for so long those were the You know the the idols of society the people whose tires were pumped the hardest and given the most opportunities they were athletic mid-iq people who were seen as the success stories where then the critical thinkers were pushed to the corners and you know placed in idealism that maybe didn't correlate with how they actually felt like my whole life i've just been pontificating about cannabis like i remember standing in the parking lot of my high school and having like 20 people just surrounding me as i'm talking about the physical and metaphysical well-being of consuming cannabis but like if i write about it i remember putting it in a in a presentation in social studies and like she gave me 51 percent she's like how dare you write about drugs this is ridiculous yeah. but i gave an impassioned researched presentation and forever and always will always be put in those those corners nobody likes uh yeah nobody nobody likes the black sheep until the black sheep shows up
1: yeah Yeah, I mean, today I find, uh, and, like, for you, like, when, when, the, and that's why I was so, you know, again, God, but, like, when I came here, man, and you showed me that book, like, that just really impacted me, because it's, like, it's, like, all I give a fuck about is, like, proof of work. Yeah. Like, that's how I build my relationships these days. And that's how I identify people that I want to spend my time with. Who like, shows up? Who? Yeah, who is trying? Mm-hmm. That's and, all it takes. Just try and Does making it- and doing and yeah. I don't even care if you succeed. Just fucking try, try, man. It's like at the end of at the end of it all, are you gonna lie there and be like, "I tried my best," or are you gonna lie there and? wish you could go back you yeah. know i'm so happy for so. my psychedelic
0: experiences it's so interesting as you hear of like psychedelic and near-death experiences and i feel like i've died so many times on psychedelics and just felt to myself like you know on two sides This the side that actually changed my whole life was taking uh, eight stamps of acid getting lost in the woods with idiot drug dealers wow. and hearing wow. them talk about selling drugs and i watched them melt into the earth and i sat down and i cried and i cried so hard and i was so lost and i watched this totem pole it felt like the whole world was shaking i watched this totem pole grow out of the ground and into the sky and it kept going and going and it had all these direction signs on it and as i could follow it with my head up and down i realized that they were all the decisions i was making mm. and if i had never put that 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 chain together like i would just be that same same person you know i would for if we jump back, like I said, like for a long time, people said I'd be dead in jail. I'm just a fucking loser, cannabis guy. But maybe that's true if it wasn't for that experience of realization of like, what does it take to try and be better than these idiots who just melted into the ground in front of me?
1: Yeah, I think it, man. I don't. If you're a high output, intense person, like I don't think. I don't know. There's very few people that I've met today that are doing incredibly awesome things that haven't experimented with LSD. Yeah, maybe zero. are just, like... Or DMT. I can't... I Yeah, for having trouble, like, thinking of any that, like, haven't been there, you know? Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, how do you know? If you're always looking at the same four walls, how do you know? How do you, Yeah,
0: how do you know how what else you know? is out there? How do you know what... Uh, what what there is that's so interesting actually i never drew that correlation of like the and it's true even some of the people that i know in the shift of the last 36 months who went through psychedelic experiences to see what they've pushed for and where they are now you know they're they're actually pushing international credibility wow that's a fucking morty's mind blowers you just hit me with (laughs) right there whoa and you know maybe that's to do with the neuroplasticity maybe it's to do with just want and hate like I find a lot of the times when I get really in that psychedelic waterfall I don't hate myself if you're a long time listener to podcast I've talked about fear is my biggest superpower right I push because I don't want to look like an idiot I have a fear mm. of failure mm. to who only to myself I'm the literal mm. only person who cares ever yet it just makes me want more
1: yeah, drive right
0: and i get angry at myself and that fear never existed until i saw what surrounded me and right like i i don't want to be mediocre that that's what like hurt me so much and it kept almost repeating in my head almost every time i get really high i'm like why i start getting terrible anxiety and i'm like yeah. why am i just here why am i complacent why am i sitting here high on mushrooms and not working and that's such a weird idea because then i get to come into this zen zone which is really where i find the power of psychedelics where i beat myself up i beat myself up mainly during the come up and then i'll almost find this place of like serenity where for you know most of my life i'm like a very high functioning anxiety stress guy all the time like i'm just feeling the burn and i'll feel the burn so hard to the point of panic attack on the come up of psychedelics yeah to then it's the realization that nothing is that bad
1: yeah and you are doing it right every day you are right um i yeah the thanks yeah well
0: nobody man, ever tells yeah. you that honestly they'll you, say congratulations but then
1: they'll never tell you like where to show up well yeah you are showing up i mean man like you are you're you're building the future that you want and you're just trying over and over like when i got here before we got on the podcast you're just saying like hey you know i've been i've tr- Trying this, trying this, trying this, and like it didn't work, it didn't work, it didn't work, and now I got something that's gonna work, and you know that's the process, and like anything could happen, even if like for some reason this could get screwed up, but like I know for sure you're gonna hit it again, and like everything you're working on, just so I mean that that's what it all is, is like proof of work. When I saw that book, it's like proof of work. Like I, with with Madex, if you look at my artwork. Mm-hmm. I'm undeniable. Like, there's not a fucking person on this planet that can tell me I'm no good. I have so much proof of work. Evidence. Insanely awesome shit. You'd be a dog shit there, artist if you didn't right? think that way, by the way. Yeah. Well, I... <laughs> Seriously, those I, are the I'm guys I'm trying to shed some humility, but, like, I actually think I'm the fucking greatest. Like, I think I'm a huge i think that madex is gonna be as big if not bigger than banksy or i'll die trying like that like i think it's gonna hit man like i don't the feedback i get on artwork is 99.99 percent of the time is like people are like holy fucking shit because they connect with i have never seen anything like this in my life this is incredible and like yeah, it's... I mean, it, a lot of stuff is, like, heavily well, bitcoin all the other stuff, down. though,
0: most of the stuff that I saw was, like, you know, really cool, graph-inspired, very digital age-inspired, but nuanced in, like, old, weird shit.
1: That's
0: the best way I can describe it. I don't know. Yeah,
1: Um, Yeah, like, the the Bitcoin stuff is, like, I'm more, like, specifically... A lot of that work is, is specifically, like, a product that I'm trying to make. Interesting. Um, I mean, I'm still creating it. Like, it's yeah. still arts, but it's more, like... Um, it's more like printmaking than the actual like big, real painting. Yeah. You gotta come by the studio, man, and I check out wait. some of these yeah. things. Like I don't have, you know, <laughs> it's actually good news because like my art sells, so I don't have many there. <laughs> cool, um, congrats. But uh, there's a few in there that um, you'll see what I'm what I'm kind of talking about. Anyway, I didn't mean to just tangent into that. No, that's that. good. I want to. I am great spot, but like I I I am I do believe that, and I'm becoming more comfortable with it motherfuckers should hear it if you're listening
0: and you're like yo made could be a great mentor to me recognize what this fucking dude's putting out this big dick energy is real right <laughs> people don't want to fuck with you if you're the worst at something if you come to somebody, you're like yeah i'm pretty mediocre at this I'm
1: reasonable, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> right? like
0: i'm i'm decent at what i do yeah. uh you pay me nobody fucking wants to pay you they want the best guy they want the guy who comes out swinging and he's like yeah, yeah i'm here to show up and if i don't show up i'm gonna do better next time i promise Uh, because i'm gonna let myself down if i don't and that's you know i think you almost like it is a it's a fear of failure right do you want to look stupid to yourself or do you want to be the fucking best version of you Mm -hmm. you can be
1: yeah i want to just keep keep like even i think i when before we got on here i'm like i'm just gonna try and speak super freely and not think too much about what i'm saying because like in other i've done a couple other of these and like oh my god I'm being recorded like someone's gonna you know fact check what I'm saying or know more than me and now I'm just at this point where it's like whatever just try your best like just people just want to hear do the best you can let's (laughs) spin that back to internet literacy too which is so
0: fucking interesting for the longest time until what 2002 you could sit in a room of people have a conversation and be an expert about something and nobody would ever like double check (laughs) you.
1: hey yeah fair yeah
0: and now (laughs) you have to like always tread the water of am i saying the right thing i have to be an expert to talk about it i know enough about nuclear power that i could have a great conversation about it would i get some shit wrong for sure but like does it matter in the grand scheme of our conversation probably not but that idea that there's routers is out there making sure that like i'm not telling lies is is crazy and even more intimidating of the podcast right if you listen to all of beers with buds you can hear 30 hours of me saying some fucked up shit weird shit right like you know um and i'm amazed i'm sure there's some good prophecies that uh that that came to be no it's it's i I really appreciate you being here i think it's a great place to wrap up honestly i think this is a perfect episode yeah Um, sure good man Uh, tell me just actually tell everybody you you know you have a stage right now and there's everybody in the world listening what would
1: you tell everybody in the world oh man i'd keep going (laughs) uh for yeah i'm hey it's simple just make stuff i don't know that i think that's all that matters is just build create make do you know uh i don't think like you spend one negative of this internet stuff is like you spend all day reading and and none of the day doing and i think like whatever you've been reading about just do it yeah. And, like start you know like uh now where i'm at with madex like it's really starting to go and i think like i think i'm on like five-year track to like really hitting some targets and but you know it started with me going to the dollar store and buying a box of sharpies mm-hmm. and a bunch of poster paper and drawing very badly very making very bad art (laughs) but having fun (laughs) you know but having fun and trying and and like the slow like i had somebody come to the studio the other day just kind of a childhood friend, going through some stuff as i'm sure lots of people are with this whole uh government tyranny event but um i was just like look man like i didn't i'm not just i didn't just this didn't just happen. I didn't just, like, snap my fingers and, like, work. made every decision perfectly, and now I'm here, you know, with this studio and this art and, you know, on podcasts and doing whatever. Um, it happened, like, slowly over time from trying. Like, you'll never, and in the same way what I was talking about earlier with collectivism, like, you can't centrally plan your life. You can just, like, write the guidelines and then, like, be open to the changes along the way and just keep fucking going and do the stuff you're thinking about doing make the stuff you want to make and try and be happy with your horrible pathetic first attempts (laughs) and respect and love them because when you look back at them like i'm eight years deep on art i think if i this is my second year of like 100 percent commitment Mm -hmm. um but I look at stuff from, like, when I created the name Madex, which means built to last. It's, like, Made X Forever, built to last. Gotcha. Um, and I, it just makes me so happy to see those very first tries and then, like, look at where it is now. Yeah. And, like, cut back to when I made that stuff. It was, like, oh, like, never be good enough, never be this. That, and mm-hmm. it's, like, no, man, just all you have to do is just keep going not stop so that's my world stage remarks it was a little <laughs> readily but um, if you guys want to look at the art it's MVDEX Madex the A is upside down like Balenciaga you know or sorry uh, uh, Bulgari <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah at MVDEX on Twitter and then if you want to read my hardcore libertarian fuck the state Twitter it's at Spacebull which is Space and Bull. Awesome. And that's how you can find me, and I'm super grateful and very happy to be on this. Respect, bro. Bull and Bitcoin. I'm so stoked on this book, man. I can't wait to r- read through this book. Hey. It looks amazing. It's incredible. Thank you I so know, much. I if, don't know if you guys know are into this stuff, like, get this book, man. It's beautiful. <laughs> hey, Terpians for
0: being. fuck the system. Don't listen to what anybody else tells you. Go, go with your flow, and not somebody else's flow. I think it's a great... Great theme of all this, man. Thank you so much for chatting with me. Hey, thanks for bringing the wine, too. That was that was a killer bottle. We didn't even talk about it, but some banger from the Mosul. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This is Beers with Buds. That was Madex. X. am the Cannabis Sommelier. I hope you have a wonderful day. Don't forget to stretch, drink
1: some water, smoke some cannabis. Cheers.